Bidzy Small Business Society number 149. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome everyone to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am talking to Stephanie O'Day. In 2008, Stephanie made a New Year's resolution to use her slow cooker every day and write about it online. Web traffic exploded. She wrote several books about it, one of which is a New York Times bestseller, and she appeared on some impressive media outlets like Good Morning America, Rachel Ray, Woman's World, and Oprah.com. Stephanie's passion lies in helping busy families get the have-tos in life done so there is more time for those want-tos. Let's find out how she does it, but first... Welcome, Stephanie. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I love uh, talking about myself, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, I have three children, which means that at the dinner table, I hardly get a word in edgewise. So I appreciate having this opportunity. Absolutely. So now you launched this unique blog, Stephanie, and subsequently this unique business. Take us back. What was happening around you that you saw as an opportunity to launch a business that inspires people to live better? Sure. So I started it solely to prove to myself and to my husband that I could start a kitchen table business with absolutely no money down. And that's because I had no money. I recently had... um, quit my job teaching because my two-year-old at the time was getting sick and we couldn't figure it out. So I assumed it was daycare germs and quit. Later down the line, we realized that she actually had celiac, which is a gluten intolerance. And now, of course, in 2016, gluten intolerance is everywhere. But back in the olden days of, uh, I think that was 2006, 2007, it wasn't anywhere near as prevalent. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. It didn't seem it like was it was not existed. a thing. Yeah. yeah, so I had this fire in my belly to find a legitimate way to work from home. Um, women in particular are marketed to big time on make money in your pajamas, make money while your kids sleep. And I followed quite a few ads and found them all to be scams. And so until I started researching blogging and and figuring out that niching it down 
was the best way to um, get SEO, that is how I came up with the Crockpot site. I thought, well, gosh, what do I look for online? I look for easy, family-friendly recipes, and I really like my Crockpot. And so the whole thing kind of came together that way. Awesome. Now, there was a focus on diet, it sounds like, out of a self-serving need to help your family, to help your child, right? Yes. Um, well, sort of. <laughs> so when I, when I first started writing Crock-Pot recipes, um, I wasn't focusing on the fact that they were gluten-free. I was just writing and sharing what we had for dinner that night. And I started getting a lot of questions about the gluten-free stuff. So everything I write online happens to be gluten-free. So talking about niching it down, I'm writing for families, I'm writing slow cooker recipes, and then I'm writing gluten-free slow cooker recipes. Great. And we are going to link up in your show notes page so our listeners can find some of those yummy recipes. But let's talk about some of your challenges, some of your failures even, Stephanie. You're enjoying some success, but I'm sure it wasn't always that way. Tell us about your biggest challenge in business or otherwise, but what really sticks out in your mind is your biggest challenge. And we're looking for some of the actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge. Sure. I actually still struggle with this today. I'm getting better because I've been doing this for eight years, but I had a hard time with imposter syndrome. Um, I think back in the eighties, we called it being a poser. That's what, (laughs) that's what I felt like. I thought, well, gosh, why are people writing about me and talking about me? Like I know what I'm doing when I'm really just this mom in her slippers writing crock pot recipes. But the more I did it, the better I got and the, the, the more solid I became in my knowledge and realizing, wow. So, I mean, Malcolm Gladwell with his a thousand hours is really kind of like onto something. The more you do something, the more you do become an expert. So I certainly was not a slow cooking expert in any frame of imagination when I began, but now eight years later and thousands and thousands and thousands of recipes, I do feel pretty confident in my skills. And I had George Stephanopoulos call me an expert. So I'm pretty sure that That helps. Absolutely. So can you give our listeners a couple of actionable steps to really create that credibility and that legitimacy that you're talking about right now? Sure. I, I really think it's keep going and one step in front of the other and realizing that everyone starts somewhere. So I mean, you can't look at someone who's been doing this for 10 to 12 years and compare yourself to them. You can only compare yourself to someone who is at the exact same level and then just keep going. And I'm sure, as you know, that most online businesses fail within the first three months. So if you hit that three-month mark and you're still going, you're already better than lots and lots of people. So just keep going, keep adding content, and continue to learn. And when you make a mistake, own up to it. I had lots of slow cooking and recipe failures and parenting failures. But I think that's what my readers like is that I really am a real person and I'm not trying to be holier than thou. I make a mistake. I explain what I did wrong and hopefully then they can learn from that also. Absolutely. You're not entitled to that end product. There's often a long, arduous journey there, right, Stephanie? Absolutely. Now talk about some of your rewards. Why is it so great to be Stephanie O'Day? (laughs) 
Um, mostly it's that I get to um, work from home and be with my kids. So I have three. I've got a high schooler, a middle schooler, and a first grader. And one of the reasons I like what I do is that I don't have to outsource the kids. I can outsource business things. I'm not a very good graphic designer. I'm not a very good photographer, but I am a good mom. And I like that part of, of my identity. And so I don't want to stop doing the things that I really want to do while I'm building the business. So I greatly appreciate the flexibility and the freedom to work in the wings while I'm raising my family. Oh, that freedom lifestyle, great stuff. Now, you've appeared on some extremely high-profile media outlets, but what other methods have been most effective in really engaging with and growing your audience, Stephanie? And I want you to help the aspiring entrepreneur understand some things about gaining some traction in what seems like a noisy and crowded marketing and social media landscape. Sure. This is a very good point. I think um, Knowing you don't have to be everywhere at all times with social media is important. And then I also think controlling what you can control, which is your own particular site. So my site was built for SEO. Every single post, every single line has the word slow cooker, the word crock pot intermixed throughout. I also specifically misspelled crock pot. One thing is capital C, capital P with a hyphen is a registered trademark. All one word lowercase is not trademarked. And I figured most Google searchers would just call it a crock pot and spell it like that. And so that's how I sort of gained a lot of traction in the early days with SEO is I spelled it the way I spelled it. And I wrote what I, as a suburban stay-at-home mom, was searching for. And so that's how I gained a lot of traction. So did you ever reach out for any help with your SEO or this was all sort of by trial and error? Um, trial by trial and error. And then just realizing that SEO simply is giving people what they're searching for. I think if you try and game Google, you'll never win. But if you're a real person who is writing things that help other people, then those people naturally want to share it with their own people. So when I started, Facebook wasn't even that big of a deal and Pinterest didn't exist and Twitter was just starting. Um, but because I was writing for other moms, moms were saving my recipes and forwarding their email, my emails to their friends. And then now they're forwarding it on Facebook or sharing on Pinterest. And so the way that I now gain my customers is mostly through SEO. And then once they're already on the site, they sign up for the newsletter, which is, um, uh, like a, a daily recipe. I, I want really badly to tell you, Rob, that I email every single day. Um, I am trying. <laughs> I used to. I, I need to get better at, at practicing what I preach. But I do think the more you reach people, um, the, the farther your, your tail, your long tail spreads. How important is it to speak the language of your audience, Stephanie? I think it's very important. I think um, what's really interesting is I was one of the first bloggers online to write crockpot recipes. And since then, there's tons and tons and tons of copycatters. Oh, yeah. But it's very <laughs> interesting when um, men are writing recipes for suburban moms because they do, they do <laughs> not speak our language, <laughs> which, which is okay. I, th I, think it's, I think it's a really good 
thing to practice speaking in, in different ways and reaching different audiences. But I think you'll always have the authenticity when you walk your talk and, um, and you understand what it's like to be up at 3 a.m. with a teething toddler. <laughs> and obviously having those competitors is going to help you sharpen your game too, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we're talking about social media. What, in your opinion, is going to be the dominant social media platform in, say, 12 to 24 months, Stephanie, and why? In 12 to 24 months? Well, I think you can't ignore Facebook. Um, so most of my traffic comes from SEO, and then it comes from Pinterest, and then it comes from Facebook. Facebook just bought Instagram, and if and they're trying greatly to um, kind of overtake YouTube with their video content. I don't know if they will succeed, but they're trying. And then I do think um, probably Pinterest will die out in, in the next little bit. So I think although there's a lot of backlash about Facebook, I really don't think it's going to go anywhere. So if you're going to spend time on one thing, I would focus on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is a pretty dominant force out there for sure. Yeah, be where your people are. Um, so my people are moms. Moms hang out on Pinterest and they hang out on Facebook. So I, if I was the kind of person who liked Snapchat or Twitter, um, I wouldn't get shared as much as if I just simply went where the people are. Now, let's talk about this. Which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration? Sure. I think I like old school internet marketers the best. Um, the people who have been around for a very long time and, and might not be shiny and fancy and put a lot of money in their ads. But if they've been around for a good 10 to 12 years, I tend to trust them a bit better. So I like writing. I'm a writer in my core. So I follow like old school copywriters. Um, so like the Gary Halpert letter and now his son Bond has, Bond Halpert has taken it over. I like Ben Settle, Ryan Lee, kind of the, the old school guys. Good. Yeah, we'll link some of those guys up in uh, in your show notes page there. Now, I'm going to be shifting towards the end here a little bit, Stephanie. I want to ask you this. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? <laughs> I saw that in your questions. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been asked that question before. I think probably a little bit of both. It's interesting when you lose. Sometimes it hurts more. Um and you have more of a visceral reaction than when you win, um, which is interesting. That's probably a whole human psychology thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not very into sports, so I don't really have a huge competitive drive in very much of what I do if I'm playing a game or, or even a board game. I, I don't have that drive to win, but when it comes to business, I do. <laughs> Good stuff. Now, it sounds like family time is big for you, but what else are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Does wine count? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, um, one of my favorite things is when the kids are all tucked in bed and I can binge watch something on Netflix with a glass of wine and my husband. So there you go. <laughs> what are you watching on Netflix right now? Currently, it's Nurse Jackie. I'm hey, there. I've seen the first season or two of that. Yeah, it's a really good yeah. show. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she kind of dug herself a hole, so I'm hoping she gets out of it. <laughs> yeah, love Edie Falco. Now, boil this thing down for us. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about following our passion and achieving success as an entrepreneur like you have, Stephanie? I think it's a very slow and steady 
approach. And I think when you go super fast and have astronomical goals um, that are a little far reaching and not realistic, it's when you crash and burn. So realize that every tiny bit you do today is better than the nothing you did yesterday. And um, look at it long term. Um, of what's going to happen a year or two from now or five years from now and and not arbitrarily in three months I'm going to have a hundred thousand dollar funnel and it's going to be awesome and I'm going to be helicoptering with Richard Branson I mean that that kind of stuff doesn't happen and I think um, when you have false expectations divided by reality is when you've got huge disappointment. Yeah, I mean, the romantic idea behind that uh, million-dollar startup doesn't always happen. Of course, there are exceptions to that. But we, again, like you said, have to remember that the little bit today is better than the nothing you did yesterday. Great stuff. Now, Stephanie, if people want to connect with you, learn more about your business, your books, your blog, how can they find you? Sure. So my online home is stephanieoday.com, all one word, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-O-D-E-A.com. And my social media handles are all exactly the same, Stephanie O'Day. Stephanie, this has been great. Thank you for sharing some insights today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. You too. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 